I know everyone has memories of cracking open some wonderful pistachios. I used to always throw a bag of the classic roasted, salted, wonderful pistachios in the cart when I was grocery shopping growing up. And I remember always having a bowl going in the kitchen while cracking them open. Roasted salted is still my classic, but recently I've been trying all the flavors. And I must say, even though I love in-shell pistachios for the activity of cracking them open, Wonderful Pistachios, no shell, salt and vinegar might just be my new favorite. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. There's six grams of protein per one ounce serving. That's packing a protein punch. Chili roasted, honey roasted, sea salt and pepper, jalapeno lime. There are so many flavors to try out and Wonderful Pistachios has become one of my favorite snacks recently. I need my snacks to be a good source of protein and I love when I can eat snacks with my hands. It's easy, it's fun, what more can you ask for? I also really like using the no-shell pistachios from Wonderful Pistachios to put on salads or rice bowls. Spring and summer salads are going to be so good. I can't wait to add the jalapeno lime ones to a fresh salad. And I've been using the chili roasted flavor on top of rice bowls recently. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you. The weather is getting warmer here in Boston, finally, and I'm sure wherever you are in the world, you guys experience the same thing. The second the sun comes out, the second it gets warm, everyone says goodbye to jackets and sweaters and starts wearing spring and summer fits for the rest of time. I don't care if it gets rainy. I don't care if it gets colder again. I'm in spring and summer fits because I'm standing in my power. And I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul this year because it just felt fitting with a new era. And obviously, I want high quality pieces, but I don't want to spend a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince, and now I have a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Because these are high-quality pieces, they're staying in my wardrobe. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands, and they even show you on the website how much you're saving, which is awesome. Quince partners directly with top factories, cutting out the costs of the middleman and passes those savings on to us. I recently got a really, really nice linen set of like pants and a short sleeve button-up, both in white linen, which is awesome. And I know they're gonna be my staple all spring and all summer. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash goals for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash goals to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash goals. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine. And Caroline. Today, we are going to be talking about not settling. And if there's one thing that you take away from listening to this entire show, I don't care what episode, I don't care what point you're at, it is do not settle for a life, for people, for an environment, a job, interest, like yourself, Uh anything. Do not settle for anything that is less than what you want or what you deserve or the bare minimum. I do feel like that is... The overall, what this show is, like, when I tell people I have a podcast, they're like, what do you talk about? Sometimes I'm like, uh, uh, like, I don't really know how to explain. I'm like, you just have to listen and you have to get the vibe. But I think that if you were to put words to it, it would be, I still can't. It would, but it would be that. It would be, like, not settling. It would be. It's just an energy. It's It's just just a mindset. Like, it's just to understand it. It's not just one thing. It is, like, an all-encompassing let's live lives where we don't settle and so today we want to talk about not settling in all aspects of your life and ways that you could be settling and ways to like get in the habit of not settling and all of that and getting past the bare minimum of things before we do that let's do some highs lows and goals for the week 
quick high of the week is that Stanley came to visit and we were like locked and loaded inseparable for three days straight. It was awesome. I love him. I'm obsessed with him. I was like, oh my God, he cured me. I was telling someone that he truly like cured whatever, whatever funk was going on mentally. And so I was like, oh, Stanex, like Stanley Xanax. And I was like, I, someone needs to make that an official medicine. Like someone put it, someone put it in the pharmaceuticals. He's a cure-all. He truly is. Like it, You wouldn't even know where to put that in the pharmaceutical because it's like, <laughs> is it cold and flu? Is it sleep? Is it stomach issues? The pharmaceutical? <laughs> you said someone put that in the pharmaceuticals. So I just repeated you, the pharmacy. Yeah, it's not a real thing. The pharmacy. <laughs> you wouldn't even know where to go in the pharmacy. Stanex would have to be like a standalone yeah. cure-all yeah, yeah, product. Yeah. It's not under like anxiety. It's, not, it's truly just Well, like, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> okay, Stanex. Love it. What was that? I don't know. My high of the week is I got a manicure yesterday on my natural nails for probably the first time in in forever. And as long as I can remember because I have the world's weakest, flimsiest nails, but I've been really working hard to grow them out. And, you know, one step at a time, here we are. But I got, um, I got dip on them, so it's like a really hard manicure. So I'm hoping that you know, this keeps my nails nice and strong. And that's that. I'm happy about it. My low of the week is... Well, I actually didn't come prepared, but there. this has just been a shit. Like, I don't know what is going on. The other day, I'm in a meeting, and I was something we were talking about how everything was just, like, going poorly. And I was like, you know, Mercury is in retrograde. And everyone's like, what? Is like, it? It is. It's, it's like, always it's like, is. It's, like, major in retrograde right now. Um, and I was like... I, every time I say things like that, I say like I don't actually know all the all the things, but like, I, like people you work with think that you're like an they astrological think I'm like girl. an astrologist, and I'm like, no, I don't. I, like <laughs> I saw a TikTok and it said Mercury was super retrograde, and that's that's all I know about it. But look, I believe it because there's no other explanation for whatever the shit is going on uh-huh. at the moment. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was a busy week for me. I had to go into the office a lot more than usual, as in three days, in, like, which is like had to attend. almost yeah. mean to say to and Catherine, who has to go four days a week most of the time. But it was quite exhausting. It was quite, ex- it takes a lot out of you, like an hour or 45 minute commute back and forth and being there nine to five. It takes a lot out of you. So that That's might have really been my low for the week is that, you know, I had a little bit more in-person work time, a little bit less um, work from home vibe time. The only low that I, or like the most prominent low that I could think of is actually like low-key was high. So we were out and then I left and like... Is this when you were crying? I was crying. Okay. And it was <laughs> so... But it was like, it was almost, it was almost comical that I was crying. And then... Were you crying in the bar? No. Like... Just afterwards. It was a bit of a... Because that would have been a low. Oh, no, no. I did not. in that place. No, 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 no. Okay. It was a bit of a something caused me to leave. (laughs) And, like, my friend and I left and all of a sudden, so I'm like, what the... What was that? And then I'm like, there's a tear and I'm like, ah, shit. And so we go... (laughs) So we're, like, going to pick up food. And I'm like, it's truly in in the restaurant. I'm like, (laughs) like, sorry, everyone. Like, dabbing a tear. And I was, like, laughing, but I actually couldn't couldn't help it and then so we come home like our other like our friends are here and it was just the silliest the silliest thing like it was low-key a high because it was a bonding moment because I knew them like sort of but not like that well and I'm like guys I'm so sorry right now (laughs) mind you Catherine to shed a tear yeah and she was all like she doesn't cry and I was like 
like sorry guys but it was i was like comical like it was more laughing than than silly yeah it was like upsetting but in like uh we're all on the same page about you know that's a little bit fucked up so we can all laugh it off in agreement so that's why i don't think it was a low like i think it was a high because like i love that you'll spin everything to make it like less emotional you're like yeah, I I left the bar crying and like dabbing my I tears, wasn't but actually, like, I wasn't, like but, but like it was silly. Like it was really silly. It was silly. Like it truly was. It wasn't even like it was just like what was that? And now, now I'm like, okay, we're here. And like, what is this? I'm like, like truly cry and whatever. What is that? So funny. What is this? So funny. I think I walked in and like I didn't. So we walk into our apartment and there are stairs. So you can't see who's here. And I think I walk in and I like hear people and I think I go like, who am I speaking with right now? <laughs> No I was one, like, hello? Hello? Oh, it was funny. So anyway, that was, it was kind of a high. Like, I think that was, that was really funny. And that's why I almost, I almost didn't say it. But that would be the most obvious, but I kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. And then my goal for the week is, I'm so excited about this. Caroline's leaving. Our other roommate is away. It is just going to be me here. And someone else moves in in like a week. I get to like you pretty much have a week by yourself. Yeah, and I get to clean the apartment because right now I clean and like there it's literally I can't I can't get on top of it and it's gotten to a point where like every few months I get in the headspace I'm like oh my god like the walls are closing in on me like I need to clean I can't I can't do I like I clean and then it gets dirty and then like I. I clean the kitchen, I go in my room, I walk outside, the fucking cabinet doors are open (laughs) because someone doesn't know how to close them, Caroline. Um, And so I'm super excited for it to just be me here and to get to get, like, the deep cleaning stuff. Because right now I'm good at the surface level, but I know, like, there is a crumb in the, um, like, fork and knife holder in the drawer, and I'm like, I need to take (laughs) everything out. I can't wait to take everything out. No, you do not see it. It's in the fork drawer. <laughs> like one. Like you're talking about a specific crumb. <laughs> How do you get it to clean? It's like clean Wait, cutlery. You're talking. There's a specific <laughs> crumb that you're referring to. It's in the top left of the fork drawer. Why can't? If you're aware of it, why can't no, there you are more. pick it up? And it's like no, no. They're, they're like they're. It's like multi, they're, they're like crumbs, and I'm like, how do you get? It's it's clean cutlery like there should be no crumbs i just don't get it i don't get how it's absurd so i'm really excited to to like get a get a hold on that and and have the space to like truly reset everything because it's gonna be so fun so if you guys are consistent listeners you will remember that probably a month ago at this point i said that i bought myself a longboard and that i was really excited to ride it and that it was my goal to ride the longboard last time i went home to new hampshire about a month ago the thing is it got delivered the day after i left so i'm home in new hampshire thinking i'm gonna you know get to test out my new longboard but I'm there longboardless. And then the day that I leave, the longboard arrives in the mail. And, and my dad sends me a picture of this giant box. And he goes, what in the world is this? And I said, oh, it's my longboard. And so a couple weeks later, my parents came to Boston. And I said, you know what, guys? Pack my longboard for me. Mm. Because if I couldn't have it in New Hampshire, I don't I don't want to wait a month to ride the thing. I, I would want have you to put bring so it- much money on you never riding it in Boston. And I wish I did because... Because here we are. been rich. So they bring the longboard, you know, big in its box into Boston. I unbox it. It sits on the wall of my apartment for two weeks. I never brought it outside because I was always like, 
I don't know. I I didn't necessarily. It's not a lot. Like Boston's in a for like, spot. Yeah, and I didn't make time for like a leisure activity. I guess like that to just kind of you know longboard around. And so when I'm packing up my room the other day because I'm moving out, there it went right back into the car, mm. right back to New Hampshire. So it went back and forth and back, and I haven't ridden road. Ridden. I haven't ridden it yet. And so my goal this week is that when I now return for the summer this week, I'm going to take that baby on a joyride. Mm. Let's talk about settling. Not not settling. settling. More specifically. Not Not settling. settling. I think the first place your mind goes when it comes to not settling, I think we talk about settling a lot in relationships, but I think it's way bigger than that. The concept of settling, it's much more broad than that. You can settle with absolutely anything in life. Right. When I think about this, like, I think about settling with yourself. Yeah. What are you doing? Like, how much energy are you putting into yourself? What are you accepting in your environment? Like, of course, people go into that, but settling is... Think of it from your perspective. It doesn't have to do with other people. Like, it's all about you. Other people can be involved. Mm-hmm. They can be impacted. You can be settling with other people. But it's not about the other people. Like, it is about you. And you should not be settling for anything. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, kind of you do Any situation in your life... Not only how others treat you, but how you treat yourself. What you do. The situation of your life. A career. A living environment. the What you do. Just like the activities you do. Traveling, not traveling. Things like mm. that. Like You settling for less than what you really want. And it's kind of... It can be hard to define because I think that level of like what is settling. Well, it's all relative to what you want but it's yeah. let, it's settling for less than what you want no single person's life is going to look exactly like somebody else's life N- nor should it because everybody is drawn to different things and has different wants and different visions and different goals for their life but settling is you believing that you're not deserving of those things mm-hmm. or that you can't have them or that you're just going to be fine having this other thing because it would take too much work to get there or it would be too scary to actually go after that. Heavier on the it's too scary mm-hmm. because I think if you're keeping yourself in a spot where you're settling, you're not thinking as much about how much effort is this going to take to put in. I think you're just, even if you don't realize it, because you probably don't realize it, if you're in a position where you're settling and it just like feels feels kind of weird, feels kind of boring, like your life feels a little bit mundane, that could just be because you're scared to let it be not mundane. You're mm-hmm. you're scared to lose other things if you put more effort and energy into things that are going to amplify your life and like make it more, more vibrant and better. And I think even if you don't realize it, and like I said, you probably don't because you're not going to be conceptualizing it or being too introspective with it if you're just in a spot in your life where it feels a little bit like stupid yeah because if you're settling it's just gonna feel like bleh like it's not gonna feel like anything but it's comfortable it's it's comfortable but it's not it's it actually is it's not comfortable like uncomfortable but the not changing is comfortable yeah it's obviously i mean in the from an effort level like it's sure it's easier to not do anything 
But if you're listening to this podcast, like, I'm sure you agree. I don't actually think that settling or staying where you are is easier. I think it's easier to continue to grow, continue to change, continue to put effort into it. And sure, it takes more effort, but, like, it takes effort to stay the same and resist all the change and all the interest and, like, fun of your life. Mm -hmm. Sure, it takes effort to grow and change and make your life better, but it fucking makes your life better. So why not go in that direction? Yeah. I think that you have two discomfort options. You either have the discomfort of believing in yourself and taking risks and going after what you want, or you have the uncomfort of staying exactly where you are and having to fight that battle of I'm not where I want to be. That's just as frustrating and just as uncomfortable. It takes just as much energy to have to fight that off and fight those thoughts off and like deal with those thoughts as it does to go out and you know, take the steps so you don't even have those thoughts because exactly. you're comfortable in, in in your exciting life, in a life you enjoy, like you are, because you're genuinely comfortable yeah. in your life. Settling is typically the easier option in the moment, but I think that it drains so much energy that long term, mm-hmm. it's actually like the harder, more uncomfortable thing, but... It's harder in that moment to believe that you can do more, to believe that you deserve more, and to kind of take the risk of saying no to something for the chance of something else. But you manifest in your life what you accept and what you tell yourself you deserve. Mm -hmm. If you continue to accept a certain level of something that feels like the absolute bare minimum then you're conditioning yourself to believe that that is all you deserve. And then mm-hmm. that is what you're going to continue to accept and what you're gonna is going to continue to come in into that, your life. Yeah, you're going to keep yourself in that level that you don't deserve. If you keep letting people like walk all over, if we're talking about people, yeah. if you keep letting people walk all over you, if you keep putting effort into people that don't put effort into you, keeping yourself on that level you are keeping yourself surrounded by those people and so when someone else comes in that's exactly like that you're you've conditioned yourself to be like oh okay this is fine like this is and it's uncomfortable as fuck but you're gonna accept it and you're gonna keep doing that but when a situation comes that is not up to the standards that it should be even if you have been accepting that you have to go outside of yourself for a second and say no we're not accepting this like move on Mm -hmm take that off into the side and then it's gonna feel it may feel like empty or lonely or uncomfortable in that moment but then the next time someone comes or something comes that's like that like it's gonna be easier to say no and then you may go through that cycle again until things that are better you start seeing that there are better options and that things that are actually way above the bare minimum and that are actually suitable for you do exist yeah and it's not that they don't exist right now it's that you've conditioned yourself to only accept and only see and only believe that the bare minimum exists when there's so much more out there for you. Yeah. If it exists in the world, it can exist for you. I think a lot of the time we see other people in a situation, they have such a healthy, incredible relationship. They're traveling so much. They have a dream career. We can feel like they have that. I don't have that. I'm not going to have that. And whether it just feels unattainable, whether you feel like you're undeserving or that other people have more opportunities than you do or are luckier or anything like that, you're telling yourself that you can't have that. Whereas a way to reframe that and look at it is like, we are all 
and it's hard to say that we're everyone's on an equal playing field because there are so many factors that play into how people do not start on an equal playing field but if something exists in the world it can exist for you Mm -hmm. if you see somebody doing something that that means that it's possible and that means that you can do it too and that means that you don't have to settle for any less than that if you know that that's what you want and you know that that is what is possible for you and that it's out there when you see someone that has the life that you want to be living that is not proof that you can't live that life Mm -hmm. that's not that doesn't take away from your opportunity to live that lifestyle that is proof that it is possible to live that lifestyle that is proof for yourself that you can be there at some point and so that is such an motivating and uplifting and inspiring thing it should not be hurtful it should not be detrimental to see someone who has the life that you desire just picture yourself in that point like that is proof that you can be in that point like it exists it exists for you Mm -hmm. so I think a big concept when we think about settling is settling with how people treat you whether that is in like a romantic relationship I people feel like talk about settling all the time but also with friends when I think about settling with people in your life I almost think about settling for people sometimes it's (laughs) sometimes it's so down bad that you celebrate people just for not treating you badly Sometimes the bar has gotten that low that the bare minimum is, like, not even the bare (laughs) minimum. It is just the absence of treating you badly. (laughs) No, truly. Sometimes I'm, like, with specific people, I'm, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, they asked a question about me. Exactly. They asked a question about me. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, I don't have to, I don't have to, like, be the sole person in the conversation. This is crazy. This is wild. And it feels like what this exists like this is possible it's like what the fuck so i'm sorry if your friend should be like curious about what's happening in your life like it shouldn't just be you asking questions and like caring about that like that is that is the bare minimum like somebody asking a question about you and you're like oh my god they asked a question whereas that is like the basis of a relationship you care and i'm like that is so kind like i didn't know you cared this much (laughs) (laughs) things that are below the bare minimum that are literally just one step above absolutely nothing but that I think we celebrate so much someone not being mean to you someone in a relationship someone not cheating we're like oh my god they're not cheating like they're (laughs) like okay somebody responding to your text like somebody responds to a text like I've asked you a question and then they respond and I'm like oh my god they're such a great person they respond I'm like no that is, like, below the bare minimum. If you ask someone a question on text, like... Uh, okay, side note, side note. I will say, like, I don't... Li- I hate texting. I mean, of course I like it because, it like, it's communication. And, of course, you need... If, like, you want to see someone yeah. in person, like, you have the text to coordinate that. Um, but I will say... I said it once, I said it again. I don't like how everyone just has access to you all the time. Yes. And so... I want it's valid if you don't want to respond to text. There's some people you just don't want yes. to have access to you and then they text you and you're like, oh my God, like this is now a weight on my shoulders. Like I'm stressed. I Like don't, you shouldn't have access to me. I That's mean, not what we're talking yeah. about here. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about within existing like friendships, friendships and, relationships. and relationships that are already established. And it's like people that, you know, if you ask them a question, if you text them, like they should want to respond. Not people who are like, not the cases where 
I support like blocking someone or yeah. not responding to someone because they need to not have access to you. Yeah. But in a situation where it's someone like who is an established friend relationship something if you I don't know like I am like oh that's so kind like they te- they met they texted me or like oh that's kind like yeah they said hi to me on the street I'm like oh they're such a good person meanwhile I would like stop you on the street and be like how was your like family thing from two weeks ago that you yeah. talked about and I'm like okay yeah and things Things like getting, like, a last-minute invite that feels like a a pity invite or something. You know, something just above the bear. Like, when a group of people is already going out and you have to kind of, like, ask around. Like, Mm. hey, what's going on? Is anything going on? And then you kind of get, like, the last-minute, like, pity invite. That is just one little step above nothing. But that, like, that would happen to me. And then I would be like, oh, that's so great. They're including me. You know? (laughs) That's so awesome that they're including me. Meanwhile, other people just, like, made plans without you and, like, you had to ask what was going on and, like, kind of prod Mm -hmm. to be a part of it. I'm like, that feels like settling in friendships to me. Right. But that, unfortunately, it's easier to accept that because it feels safer to have something rather than Mm -hmm. being, like, well, if, if you weren't including me or inviting me in the first place and don't seem to really want me there, then, like, I don't want to beg. I don't want to chase. I want people who want me included in the first place. Yeah. But that's harder because you have to say no, and then you take the risk of, you know, being more lonely for a second, of, of having, Okay, you know, but FOMO. at the same time, sure, sure, FOMO, whatever. Um, at the same time, like, why would you want to go if they didn't actually want you there? Like, why would you want to go? Because what's going to happen is when you actually go there, is it going to be the same exact thing where you are still, you, you're still on the outskirts. Like, the dynamic doesn't change just because you are together. Like, your group of people made plans with each other and then hit you with a pity invite right before they were about to leave. Why would you go just to be a fifth wheel or, like, whatever in their friend group on their plans? Like, don't settle for that yeah but saying that is easier said than done because I think everything when we say settling for the bare minimum that means that there is something there's far more missing than there is there but there is something there and sometimes the opportunity of something even if it's people that you don't think treat you that well but you're getting a social outing Mm -hmm. like it can be hard to to set that boundary for yourself of like absolutely not because you feel like you're getting like at least a little bit of something or like if somebody doesn't text you back for a week and then like randomly texts you it's like oh that's like a little bit better than nothing you're gonna give them another shot versus that's not how you would treat another person so why would you settle for somebody Mm -hmm. treating you that way because it's just a little bit better than nothing but I saw a TikTok where somebody said And she was talking about, like, relationships, but she said, no guy has ever treated me badly because I haven't let them. The second that someone gives me an ounce of a red Mm -hmm. flag, I absolutely walk away, and that's my boundary. And then they never get to treat me badly. And, like, that was just a shocking thing to hear because it's so simple and so easy that the second something feels like it's not serving you or it's not Mm -hmm. what you deserve if you can just immediately say no the level that you keep yourself on is like 
wild. Okay, if someone is like on a first date and tries to treat you badly or there's a hint of a red flag, of course it's going to be easy to be like, uh, no, sorry, we're done here. But if you're like, if it's one of your best friends or, you know, someone that you already have an established connection with, someone that you already care about, that's when it's like, you. that's when you can't just be like, oh, one red flag, like, eh, we're done here. But at the same time, like, you can't let people treat you badly. So I think it is so easy to, like, have boundaries and be like, no, with people that you don't give a shit about. Do you want to learn a new language? Maybe for an upcoming trip, maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages, maybe you just want a new skill. Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Carolyn and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly and the best thing about rosetta stone is that rosetta stone offers a lifetime membership so you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons all the languages forever so i've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my mandarin and let me tell you rosetta stone is incredible the way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive you learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Girls with Goals listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. When you have big goals in a busy schedule, like all Girls with Goals listeners do, because that is exactly why we are here, it can be so difficult to actually find time for wellness. Even though it's a core value for all of us, small wellness habits can easily be buried by everything we have going on. This is why we have Fleur Marche. Fleur Marche delivers simple, quality, affordable wellness solutions for life's daily challenges. It's founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers, hustlers, and activists on the front lines of change, and their mission is to help you feel 100% every single day with fun and easy-to-understand plant-powered wellness products. Carolyn and I have both been using the Fleur Marche Botanical Wellness Patches and have really, really enjoyed them because they're so easy and honestly so cool. They're different than a lot of the products I've used in the past for sleep, relaxation, focus, and relief, which are just some of the patches that Fleur Marche offers. Because they're both effective and fun, I think that's why I've been more intentional about well this wellness habit with Fleur Marche because I actually enjoy using the patches. So go check out all the patches and all the products that Fleur Marche has for you and try them for yourself. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with the promo code GOALS at checkout. Go to f-l-e-u-r-m-a-r-c-h-e.com and use code GOALS for 20% off your first order. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, it truly doesn't matter. You didn't lose anything. Like, no one... It's... It truly... You're, like, net zero. The thing that I, like, that we're talking about here, and that is actually difficult, because that TikTok of the girl saying, I've never been treated badly by a guy because they don't let them. She's talking about brand new people. She's talking that, about brand new you know, people doesn't that it doesn't, it doesn't matter, because you didn't... You, there's whatever. nothing there. But... If you're, like, whether it's a friendship or a relationship, like, if you are deep into the relationship, or not deep, but if you actually, like, have an established connection, you care about someone, you're not going to be, like, oh, you did one thing that was bad, like, 
absolutely not never talk to me again like that's that's fucked up like you don't do that but at the same time you don't let them continuously walk all over you so you have to find that balance and that's what's really difficult (laughs) so I like yeah I agree with her like do that if someone if someone's acting up like day one of meeting them like you don't have to see them ever again but if it's your friend or like a family member or someone that you actually care about that's when have boundaries be strong but like be healthy about it like yeah don't take that advice and like go to your actual friends and be like fuck off like blah blah blah. you you like did one one stupid thing like yeah you're you're done like this is don't that's that's toxic don't do things don't do things like that like actually be a functioning functioning member of the relationship unless it is over and over again in which case you can be like exactly it's like where does that line come in where it's over and over again because i'm someone when i care about somebody Mm. and I'm invested in a relationship and a friendship like I will give chance after chance because I like want to believe that you can salvage that like it's hard for me to like fully leave a friendship behind but then what that breeds what that breeds is if you so someone so like something happens and you're like okay then like we're good I'm okay with this like I care about you like we're good I'm gonna we're like let's move past this then happens again and again, and again, until you're the one that is, like, continuously, like, okay, let's, I'm fine, like, this is okay, let's move past this, and then you care 100%, and they care 0%, and then it just, you're down to, yeah. like, what the fuck is this, like, they don't give a shit about you anymore, and then they're down to the bare minimum, when maybe at first it started on an even playing field, like, you both cared, you both were not settling, and now you are settling for the, like, oh my god, they, they asked me a question about myself, right. like, yes, we're, work like fuck now it's almost like the people who you care about the most those are the ones that you can easily get yourself in those situations with because it's a lot harder to cut them off like the girl on that tiktok like the second someone treats me badly they're out because if i care about someone and i'm invested in a relationship and then all of a sudden no one i didn't care about has treated me badly because i don't give a shit exactly but if it's something people who i actually care about have treated me like actual trash right and i'm like okay right and if the relationship if something flips on it and then they start treating you badly that's when it gets hard and that's when you start accepting the like oh my god they responded to a text yes oh my god they gave me a last minute invite to this thing oh my god they texted me at midnight or whatever like that's when you start getting those little things and like accepting them because you care and i don't know maybe they don't as much i don't know but that's it's hard but we can't accept those things because you tell people how they can treat you mm-hmm. based on how you let them treat you. You train them. Like, you truly train people how to treat you based on how you treat yourself yeah. and how you let them treat you. Yeah. Like, you train them. You can create how people treat you. And part of that is if they're not living up to those expectations or, you know, the way you deserve to be treated, you don't let them continue to treat you that way. And so that's the part where if if something is in that position, then you leave. But the way you treat yourself, like if you treat yourself well, if you have high standards for yourself, other people are going to see that and be like, subconsciously be like, okay, we're up here. Like we're, this is not, this, someone is, not, this is not someone to like be played with. Like I have to put it, if I want to be part of this person's life, I have to put in the same amount of effort that they're putting into themselves or like yeah. put up that caliber of effort. If you treat yourself like shit, no one is ever going to come and treat you better than that. Yep. 
But if you treat yourself really, really well, if you care about yourself, if you put an effort into yourself, if you respect yourself, people are going to come in and match that. And if they don't, then you have the boundary that you don't accept that. You don't settle for that. Right. But at the same time, if you if you are in that position where you are respecting yourself and like go back and listen to the confidence episode because that's what the, that's like what this is all about. You're not someone's going to come in, treat you like shit and you're just going to be like, "Oh, okay. Bye." Yeah. Doesn't it doesn't if like you you give yourself all of that respect before other people. It doesn't matter about other people. Yeah. But the point of being of having self-respect, of loving yourself, of caring for yourself, of putting effort into yourself, to the caliber that you want other people to treat you it's gonna attract other people that will treat you that way because you have pushed out all the people who won't treat you that way and left space for the people who actually will treat you that way and they're gonna come in and they're gonna treat you to that caliber and Mm -hmm. if they don't then then they won't even stick yeah but when you show somebody on the other hand that you're accepting of their behavior if it is the minimum or if it's less than you deserve but for whatever reason you know you care about this person you're accepting that then that's how they feel that they can treat you and it's not going to change like you doing that to be like I want to hold on to this relationship so I'm gonna like let them treat me kind of I don't know as like a second thought or something like that or however a person's treating you because I think it's going to change you're actually doing the opposite because you're just showing them that you're going to continue to show up as they treat Mm -hmm. you that way you're not gonna like accept that and then they're gonna be like okay I need to change how I treat this person because they're saying oh I'm treating the person this way and they're continuing to show up and they're continuing to care about me the fun thing about that too is if you (laughs) if you continue to give people second chances and third chances every time you are telling them that oh don't worry you'll get another chance which means they can test their boundaries Mm. and they're going to treat you worse and worse every time but but no worries because you're just going to give them a second chance every time right right right. because you want to see the good and you want to believe it but at some point and like at some point i'm calling calling ourselves out here yeah and i so what someone i met like a mutual friend who i met like a couple weeks ago don't know him that well but I can like immediately I was like I know he is this type of person like he a good person a good person person. and it like it truly like one it was so energizing to like meet yeah someone who is like so clearly a good person but also I'm like I know I know that like because we were talking about something and I was like that like I get it like I know you're a good person like I know that you actually like genuinely care about this person and I know it's so, I, like, I just felt, I just, like, feel bad because I'm, like, you don't deserve that. Like, you, you are a good person. And people who get in these situations and continuously let people treat them badly is because they're good people. This is, And like, it's so <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> this is really making me think because in Catherine and I, to each other a lot, we're always, like, why do I continuously feel, like, relationships and friendships it's that I'm It's actually absurd. It's actually absurd. Like, we'll be, we'll be, like... Oh my god, wow, we've like found, because we talk, we, obviously we talk about this with each other, I'm like, oh my god, like we finally found a someone who's friend. like a great friend, yeah. like best friend, like this is, this is, this is great. And then now we're in a position where we are still like, care about people, and they're just like, bloop. And it like, feels, out, and once again, it's like, yeah. 
it's like second chance, third chance, fourth chance, fifth chance, to the point where now there is no, from the other person's side, they don't give a shit. Yeah. And they are the ones who I'm like, oh my god, I got a text. Like, oh, you looked up from your phone when you are talking to me. Like, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yes. Score. Like, we're Score. back. Like, fuck no. No. Yeah. But, like, being someone who, and, like, yeah, sure, it's to a fault of my own, but, like, when I care about someone, like, I care about them, and nothing's gonna change that, which is fucked up, and, like, whoever gave me that gene or whatever the fuck it is, is, um, I'm throwing hands, but it's so irritating, because people just don't, like, give it back, but... That's when you need to go outside of yourself and, like, hit a little third-person, like, pep talk to yourself. Yeah. And be like, fuck that. Move on. Like, don't keep giving people the space to walk all over you, and they won't fucking walk all over you. What I was kind of getting at is I'm having this realization as we're talking about this where I'm always like, I feel like so many of my friendships end up becoming imbalanced and I don't really know why because I don't think that they tend to start that way I just feel like things kind of become imbalanced and I think that it is because I like to keep kind of like a smaller closer circle of relationships that I really value and I like to like I put a lot of energy in them and I like to think that the people in my life I treat them really well but on the same note when I've decided that somebody is somebody in my life like, I'm gonna stay loyal to them. I'm gonna give them chance after chance because, like, I don't want to lose that relationship. I don't want to to see it go away. And so when other people start slipping or retracting or changing the way that they treat me, I continue to put the same in because I mm. don't want to, to do the same thing. It's I, also like I it's almost not about- even then overload the yeah. energy trying to compensate for it. And then it's like the more that somebody sees, oh, I'm giving less... But they're continuing to give me. Chances, I can give even less. Give me Let's more, see how little I can give. Then they give less, and then you give more to overcompensate, and then they get less. They give less, and then suddenly it is so wildly imbalanced. And I mean, if you feel like you're in that sort of situation at all, that's the kind of thing like try not reaching out for like a week and seeing if they. Do. Oh, that's always fun. That's always a fun little game. It's a fun little game. Then- <laughs> it, that'll really, really show you. It'll it'll really show you. Uh. And um, then you have to to set it with yourself and be like, I would rather lose this relationship or at least take myself out of yeah. it for now because I am not deserving of that and I'm spending so much energy just trying to collect the bare minimum from this person that it is draining of my energy and I have to say no and I would rather not have that in my life than continue to put all of myself out there just to settle for the bare minimum of what this person's able to give me because there are other people in the world even though sometimes it doesn't seem like it that will give you a lot i know every single person Mm -hmm. listening here is probably like that where you have so much that you want to give to other people and i think the way that you treat people if you treat people really well if you try to treat people really well, that's enough to show you that it's possible in the world. Because right. if you're doing it, there are other people that can do it. There are other friends. There are other relationships. There are other, I don't know, co-workers or managers or bosses. It's any sort of relationship. Like, there are people who will treat you well. And you know that if you're somebody mm-hmm. who is treating other people well. If you're settling for other people... When you are someone who puts in a lot of effort and, like, highly values your your relationships and connections with people, 
the easy part about that is that you can walk away and it's not you don't have to like have a conversation to walk away if someone's giving you nothing then stop giving them anything and then the relationship <laughs> then is it's over gone. like it's it so dissolves. it's so easy it doesn't actually that's actually like the really nice part about being in a position that is so bad and so fucked up is that it doesn't take anything to end it because it's already ended it's just it all it takes is you walking away from it like the other person is already out of it if it they're makes, already out of it and if it so makes you, walk you away. feel bad to to not have it anymore and to actually acknowledge that like damn this is this they're giving the bare minimum this relationship feels like it's over it it's a scary thing to fully get rid of it but I think that it's a harder thing to do to stay in that and keep draining your energy anyway so walk away and those end those relationships and now you have so much space opened up for first of all like hang out like vibe with yourself like fix some shit for like mentally for a while because that's gonna (laughs) fuck you up and then now you have so much space open for like other people other good people and people who are gonna match the energy so leave step one leave relationships that aren't serving you or aren't you're settling for step two vibe with yourself and fix whatever needs to be fixed get solid with yourself like respect yourself learn to love yourself learn to like be be solid in yourself like go back to the confidence episode listen to that a million times over and you'll, you're good to go. Then you can start bringing people in, letting them know how to treat you. Once you've left the le- left bad relationships, fixed your relationship with yourself to the point where you Strength treat yourself yeah. well, then people are going to come in and treat yourself the same way you are treating yourself. Fundamentally, like you have to treat yourself well. And that means... Between you and you, treat yourself well. Like, put energy into what you value. Put energy into your interests. Put energy into yourself. Don't put energy into relationships that aren't serving you. Mm-hmm. It's it's all about you in this process. And then when people come in, they're going to see that. And if they can't give you that same level of effort, same level of respect that you're giving yourself, they're not even going to try. And they won't, they won't make it in. Yeah. But the people who can give that, because crazy concept here they're the same people who also respect themselves and are also in a position where they are so good and solid in themselves that they want to give that to other people then they're going to come in respecting you ready to put effort and care into that relationship and then you guys are going to be good to go it's crazy i also want to note that settling in relationships or in any situation in life it doesn't even have to mean that there's negativity it can also mean that it's just not what you want for yourself. Yeah. It's not growing you. It's not inspiring you. Like, you could be in a relationship that feels very comfortable and feels very safe and there's no negativity, but it's not growing you or inspiring you and it's not where you see yourself. That is that is still settling, too. It is settling, it doesn't always have to be like, I'm letting somebody treat me badly. I'm letting a situation feel negative. It can also just be... I'm settling for something that feels so safe and easy and comfortable for me instead of wanting myself to grow or letting Mm -hmm. myself grow. And of course, we all know I say this because I can't do it. Like coaches don't play, but it is not about other people. It is about you. So when I talk about settling, sure, you can settle for other people. And I think that's a super easy example because it's so obviously impactful, but your environment truly down to like the colors on your walls like I'm so like I it sounds stupid but the walls in here are like off-white it, it makes me 
uncomfortable. Like, it's just, like, a bad color. Like, decide to be a color or decide to, like, I don't know. I hate it. And it's, like, fine until I overthink it too much, until I'm already in a position where I'm, like, oh, I don't like my environment right now. And then I'm, like, oh, fuck, and these walls, too. Like, cherry on the... Like icing cherry on the cake, on top. cherry on top. But it's not actually about the walls; it's about like the entire, the entire environment. But you have the power to maybe you can't change like the apartment you live in, or the house you live in, or the people you live with. But your room, go down, go down to like the smallest things. Maybe you can't pack up and leave to a different city. But if your room is messy and you're like, I this isn't. Serving this me. isn't serving you. Sorry, but like clean your room. I don't. You don't even have to be like. We all know I'm gonna. I'm like over, like whatever, over the normal, the normal caliber of like neat things need to be clean. But fundamentally, like, get your life together. Clean your room. Yeah. Like, make your environment clean and fitting for you. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can't have that baseline, and it takes a while. Like, I in high school like I never I didn't make my bed until like I don't know I haven't always like made my bed or picked up my room but and now I still am not great at that yeah but you're you're you've actually gotten a lot better thank you yeah I know there was a month there where your bed was made every day I know um and it I has know. since not been made right but in a month it fluctuates. but it fluctuates but like keep your space clean like that is your immediate space that's a reflection of who you are like your environment is a reflection of who you are it fosters what you're able to do Mm-hmm. So put effort into it. Make it good. Don't settle for your environment. Don't settle for your career because that is what you devote so much time and energy to and what you do every day and it should be what you enjoy doing in a sense and what feels fulfilling. Don't settle for your health, right? Don't yep. settle for... sometimes. So once again, and I'll say it every time we do like a tips thing or something. And like I said, I was talking to the cleaner in my room. Your example, like, three seconds ago and as I was speaking I was like why am I talking about cleaning your room again like I talk about this all the time it's so stupid but it's fucking not like your health I'm the only the like fundamental things that you should care about are like your health like truly care about your health which is why I will never stop saying like go for a walk go to the gym eat well cook for yourself clean your fucking room yeah. like it I'm sorry I if I sound like a broken record or if it sounds stupid but if you think it sounds stupid, you should probably put more effort into doing it's those things. the small, fundamental things. We overcomplicate everything. When we say your health, it means your all-encompassing health. It doesn't mean you have to have this one specific gym routine and go every Mm-mm. single day. It means that you want to keep yourself healthy. It means that you... It means you, you care about you yourself. Care and about if you care about yourself. If you don't put energy into that... Like... I'm sorry, if you don't care about yourself, you don't, if you don't care about your health, you don't care about yourself. And it doesn't mean you have to go overboard being, like, absurd, but you have to be conscious of yourself and your health. Why would you not want to feel good about yourself? Exactly. Let's go down a whole pipeline. If you don't, I'm upset now. If you settle for your health, you settle for how you treat yourself, you settle for not feeling your best, you settle for then how other people treat you because they see how you treat yourself and that reflects... It spills into everything. So I think not settling for your health is absolutely huge. And that means hydrating, giving yourself good nourishing meals because you deserve it, getting good sleep, staying active, like just staying healthy and feeling healthy at your core without overcomplicating it. That is so powerful because doing it 
makes you feel so good and then you like glow and it spills into right. everything else in your life but not doing it drags you and drains you and it's more difficult to not be healthy and to feel drained and to feel frustrated mm-hmm. with yourself and to feel lacking of all yeah. of these things than it is to do the work to keep yourself healthy and feel so fucking good about it. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to you're like you're training others and the world and like the universe. Like if you want to get spiritual, apparently I'm an astrology guru. Um, <laughs> it's just training everyone, including yourself, how to treat you. Yeah. When you put effort in, into yourself and when you care about yourself, you are training yourself, other people, every single fucking thing in your environment around you to treat you at the same caliber that's the episode like that's all like if you take one thing away just take like fucking respect yourself and move on yeah if yeah if you take one thing from this episode it is don't settle for how you treat yourself because settling for how you treat yourself turns into settling for how other people treat you turns into settling for what you accept in your life and in your environment and in everything else so if all of the concepts and all of the different things and all the different aspects feel overwhelming start with not settling for how you treat yourself and for your health and happiness at its core because that is going to naturally produce the results of everything else and life is too short to treat yourself badly or right like maybe not too short but like there's so much potential and possibility and abundance that could be had in your life right go for it it can be yours just think about all the times so maybe you feel neutral or you feel bad about yourself right now like energy is low we're not feeling good but think about the times maybe it's right now but if it's not think about when you have felt in your power when you felt good about yourself when you felt just like confident strutting down the street strutting down the street music in those in those positions like you haven't changed Right? If you are feeling bad about yourself or feeling kind of slut, like just like bad, what are you gonna do? You're gonna be like in your room, not doing things, like low energy, unwell. But when you've been in your power, when you felt good about yourself, what do you do? You feel energized, you feel motivated, you're doing everything you could possibly wanna do. Like you feel good, you do good things, like you are likely surrounded by good people. Mm-hmm. It's such a shift when it starts with yourself when you feel bad you're not gonna do much yeah when you feel good the world is your oyster like yeah. go do your thing so it, it always starts with how you treat yourself how you feel about yourself yeah. and the rest is just gonna fall into place like truly that's we say it in every episode it's all about you it's all about you it's all about you think about a time where you have felt great about yourself and then think about a time where somebody has treated you really well. Think about a time where you have treated somebody else really well. Think about a time where you've been in an environment that made you feel really happy. We've all had all of these things and felt all of these things at least once. So you know that it is possible for you. So remember those things. Decide that that's what you deserve in life. And then accept no less. I love how the episodes recently have just been like pep talks. Kind of a little pep talks, but it's kind of fun. Um, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. I hope you got a good pep talk out of this. 
a little bit of an energized motivator and know that if you are ever feeling like you are settling or not feeling like you love your environment like we're we're in your corner we say this because we experience all these things too we're we're telling ourselves to stop settling in a lot of different ways true but at the same time if you're like if you think no one else is there for you or if you are in the position the in-between stage between giving up what was not serving you and accepting what is so much better for you like we're with you on the journey that's what we're here for so we appreciate you guys letting us be a part of it with you absolutely thank you for listening make sure you're following the show wherever you listen spotify apple even the video version on youtube you know leave a like leave a rating we appreciate it so much and we would love to connect with you guys in other places if you want to go follow at girls with goals pod on instagram and tiktok or our personal accounts at caroline canine and in Catherine canine and we will see you guys next monday